0: Hello, and thank you for downloading this podcast of me doing some stuff I mean, the descriptions are fairly accurate So, um, this is a radio show, the edited highlights, although that's stretching the word a bit Of uh, stuff we did on radio earlier on together Knocked together into an easily digestible, via your ears nugget of podcast entertainment Ouch Um, So, enjoy It's Monday the 12th of July The day when we learned that football games should only be three minutes long because it'd just be better, wouldn't it? Would have saved us time. We would have won. It's. It's. I'm not an expert on football, but yesterday I did realise that if we'd have stopped halfway through, it would have been a happier story. Very much like um, Up the Junction by Squeeze. Or if you're watching the film The Sixth Sense. You stop halfway through that, he's just a guy helping out a kid. It's brilliant. What's wrong with that? Michael Bublé and Haven't Met You Yet. If I'm right about this, it's a song where he's singing a love song from the point of view of having not met the person he'll fall in love with yet. Sounds romantic until you realise it's the male singing version of a woman sitting there in a wedding dress, just just ready. Ready to go. I've always dreamed of meeting you. Ah. And then there's like a bunch of flowers and everything. It's has been terrifying is what I'm saying. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the papers today, billionaire Sir Richard Branson has beat Jeff Bezos to become the first rich guy into space. But, you know, on the downside, he missed the match. So... Maybe being a billionaire isn't cracked up to all, all that lark. Maybe that's why I'm not one. So, What is it with billionaires wanting to get into space? I've written about this in the newspaper column, so not uh, not recently, but if you keep an eye on the Barking and and Post and the Romford Recorder, you'll, you'll get my thoughts on these kind of topics. I panicked when it first started to happen. Uh, Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, billionaires who were all saying, oh, I think it's time to go to... Space, like what do they know? Because they will leave us behind to perish. Of course, of course, they would. If I was a billionaire, I'd give you no thought. But now I'm starting to realize maybe it's just, um, how do you put it? Whose rocket is bigger competition between these billionaires? You've got nothing else to do. You've achieved everything you need to. You're a billionaire. The only competition you've got left in your life, the only Joneses to keep up with. It's some other billionaire who wants to go into space. They probably don't even want to go into space. Oh, I've got to. Well, no, Jeff's doing it. Jeff's got himself a rocket. He's blue origin in it into space, so I need to... Oh, pass me that one. What? So that's why they're off into space. And I've realised if ever there is a pointless and futile endeavour done by billionaires, it's good. Because it gets money out of their bank accounts and back into the economy. Someone's got to be paid to clean up the mess of where these rockets land. Just got off the phone with Steve from Upney who was saying that um, it could be for tax reasons. Like if you can get into space and register your main address there, it's got to be a low-corporate tax zone, has it? I don't know, but these billionaires are off into space for some reason and they don't tend to waste money. Well, they suppose they do. 01-708-74-1075. let us take it to the phones. Hello. good
1: <laughs> Sorry, I can't let them
0: well, that was a good start. You're an easy audience. Come again.
1: I'm, I'm going in a hot air balloon with Mr. Branston.
0: You're going in a hot air balloon with Mr. Branston? Yeah. Why does he know about this? Are you stowing away? What are you doing?
1: He, he should know about this because I've been ringing Virgin Media for about four and a half years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he's people. You know, he's people. I don't
0: There's know his so- people personally, but yeah.
1: Well, I don't. I, don't, I can assure you. Because he's got the fastest broadband in the West. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not reaching the East. (laughs) 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 So, every time I ring my friends in the Philippines, because that's where they like me to speak to, in fact, one of them even invited me to go and stay with them.
0: Right. (laughs) I feel like we're not getting closer to to the point where I find out that you're going to be in a hot air balloon with Richard (laughs) Branston.
1: Okay, so... The crux of the matter is yeah. I tell them to record the call and I say please tell Mr. Branson, Sir Richard Branson, I bet he doesn't have this problem with his broadband speed. I'm
0: well, I'm a business. Surely he's on Wi-Fi. If he's in a balloon, you can't have a cable that long.
1: Well, <laughs> well, I've got a cable from my front wall all the way around one room into another room, but still the Wi-Fi don't work.
0: Well, I'm sorry that we can't help you with that. If you'd stay on the line, I'll put you through to our refunds department. Hang on. Wait a- <laughs> for a minute there, I felt like I was one of his people. No, you're not one of his people. All of these people are rich. Oh, well, I'm definitely not one of his people then. All right, cheers for the call. No, we never found out why. In the news today, MPs are calling for better legal protection for pet rabbits. So if you are a pet rabbit, that's good news for you, isn't it? Because, you know, we have many different pets listen to the show. I count them all. I can all the pets as well. You've got to do what you can for the figures these days. But it's good that we have protections for dogs and legal protections for cats. And apparently rabbits are being left behind. And good. I think we should get some more protections for rabbits. Nice. In America, they have half of their police force watching out for the rabbits. At least I think that's what was meant by Starsky and Hutch. That was a long walk for that one, wasn't It took a while to get there, but we got one out of it. So we need to turn to my expert, what knows about such matters. It's Larry. Hello.
2: Hey, Stevie.
0: Larry, it's the second week of my new drive.
2: It feels longer. Much, much longer.
0: Yes. Um, So what have you got for us today?
2: Sean Ryder.
0: Oh, great. Him again. This is going to be classy.
2: Sean Ryder says that he is an alien magnet because he keeps seeing UFOs.
0: Just because he can't identify a flying object doesn't really mean much, does it? Oh, what's that flying object in the sky? It's unidentified. It's a plane, Sean. It's a plane.
2: You're not very good at doing other voices,
0: are you? Well, I guess not.
2: He says he's seen creatures that aren't human.
0: I'm guessing that that was Bez dancing.
2: Don't you believe that he's seen aliens?
0: Not really, but if he did, I understand why the aliens left without letting us know that they exist. Do you think aliens are real? Now that is a yes, because we've been talking about this on recent shows. There's a radio signal that scientists have detected coming from deep space. and Oh,
2: but if it ever hits 107.5 megahertz, that would break into your radio signal.
0: I know, I said the same, but I don't think we have to worry. I don't think they will rudely... Hello, Earthlings. We have been monitoring your radio broadcasts to learn about your species. So you sent Richard Branson into space, and then you're sending Jeff Bezos into space. I know you're trying to impress us, but do you think we'll presume you're all billionaires? We're not that stupid, Earthlings. (laughs) Probed by an alien, I guess. Well, you, you make a solid point, but I don't think we have to worry about the signal being interrupted, so don't worry about it. Listen, thank you for the update. We'll chat soon.
2: OK, toodles!
0: In the papers today, uh, Anna Richardson, who's the host of Channel 4's Naked Attraction, has been offered more money to sign a new contract there. Apparently they offered her a, a large wad... Huge wonga. Impressive package. And also she's got pay rise. Dot, dot, dot. There, you could have finished that joke on your own, really. didn't really need me, did you? That's the way, that's the way it works. Emails to onair at time1075.net Afternoon, Steve, says Jane from Collier Row. Hope you're well today. Just on another 38 lengths in the pool at the gym. How short is this pool? 38 lengths? Are you... you just double-checking. This pool, is it shorter than it is wide because it's making sure you're going the right way so i am taking exception to something i heard in the news i got umbridge is what i've got which is one of the more difficult to get to metropolitan line stops and here's the problem in the news, if I'm sure you were attentively listening at four o'clock, they were talking, Sam was talking about a computer game. Well, here's a clip of it. The sealed copy of a Super Mario 64 video game has sold at auction for more than one million pounds, shattering records. Now, that's all very well and some people like Super Mario. If you were watching the football yesterday, some of the Italian fans were dressed as Mario. Culturally appropriating their own selves. And did you see the couple where you had the bloke dressed as Mario and the woman who was wearing an outfit that was like a slice of pizza with pepperoni and what all over it and there was a screenshot if you look at my twitter there's a beautiful moment where she's just staring at him and he's saying something and i imagine he's probably saying the words no i wanted you to dress up as one of diana ross's backing singers No, forget it so that's if you're into mario that's all right but i never found mario to be that good when you were growing up what were the computer games that you played because i think they're all better than mario for me loved a bit of double dragon that back elbow Got some of that. Street Fighter 2. I mean, I remember Street Fighter 1. don't want to show off about it or anything. In Street Fighter 1, there was a British character. Do you remember that? The punk guy, the skinhead. No one ever remembers Street Fighter 1. It wasn't a great game. And then Street Fighter 2 comes along. One of the best games ever, isn't it? If ever I get into trouble late at night, someone looks like they're a bit angry. You know what I do? Hadouken! Just in case. Just in case. The Mario. <laughs> It's all right, but it's no Duke Nukem 3D, is it? And I need Duke Nukem, because I could be clearly saying stuff that no one knows what I'm talking about, but did you ever play Duke Nukem? 3D, so the third one. The first two were platform games, and then it went into, like, first-person shooter stuff. And he had some great catchphrases. Duke Nukem? Do you know Duke Nukem? Come get some. Again, not a bad impression, actually. I'm going to rip off your head and beep! Oh, actually, I actually can't even finish that. The rest of that just gets too rude. It's time to kick beep and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Do you remember these? I hope other people remember them because that was just in my head. I got some problems. 01 to the phones. Hello. Hello,
2: Steve. Harry.
0: <laughs> Hello there.
2: Uh, you're talking about computer games. Yeah. Well, obviously, there was none around when I was young, but there was. Uh, not a computer that we know today. Like. So what um, abacus?
0: You could play a game on an abacus. The,
2: that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. My mum and dad didn't know how to. Well, they never told me what it was for was all I used to do was slide the beads back and forth along the...
0: Oh, right. Because I know on a calculator, if you type in something like, was it 500 and 5138008 and turn it upside down, you see something pretty good. Surely you could have made at least rude shapes out of an abacus.
2: Well, I'm not saying I didn't. Oh, OK. <laughs> Another thing is, I did see a program some years ago, and... Obviously, I think it's is a Chinese invention anyway. The Amicus, and they beat a person using the calculator.
0: Really, they're quicker at that. Yeah, they um, yeah. so were
2: quicker with the Amicus, uh, Bobby said.
0: Yeah, yeah. So in less time than it takes you on a calculator to do five one three eight oh oh eight, they could they could they could tap it in and make it look rude and turn it upside down. Woof! Look at the pebbles on that. Ted in Elm Park says, Afternoon Steve, and then lists some of the computer games he remembers playing. Adventures of Pac Man in PacLand, Land. Uh, Scramble. Kung Fu Master. Oh, I used to love Kung Fu Master. Dinda Linda 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 Linda. All that luck. Asteroids and one with another punk and pink hair. Oh, and Paperboy is on the list. There's Paperboy's on Out of those, I think it probably speaks badly of the kind of person I am, but I always prefer the beat em up ones. Your fighting game, so Kung Fu in final. Oh, so, for those who remember playing Kung Fu Master, the sound effects back in those days. Look at this! So, um, what do you remember playing? He's just beating up the ones with the beards. You wait till he gets to the guy with the stick. He's in trouble then. Um, so 01708 741075. You can email me on air at time1075.net. He's going to get hit, and then it's going to echo, isn't it? It's going to fall off. Thank you to Jane who gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. I remember playing Space Invaders. Classic. Centipede, yes. Asteroids. I hated that game. I still do, because I still play online sometimes um pac-man yeah, yeah fair play and then i would forgot about this one jet set willy jane thank you because who was the i got an email as well about playing way of the exploding fist which was like kung fu but actually it was better than kung fu master kung fu master was just you know high kick low kick jump over the knife duck to blow the knife and then get beaten up by the bad guy at the end way of the exploding fist i would call it a forerunner to all of the games that we enjoy, the Street Fighters, the Mortal Kombat... We've not even talked about Mortal Kombat! Another one that I end up doing the voice, sitting to myself every so often. Malina wins! Um, however, where's the other one going? Oh yeah, um, then is uh, Martin gets in touch saying Manic Minor is the game that he used to play. This, this was the music you had when you were playing Manic Minor. Things were so sparse back in the 80s You couldn't even get full notes That was harsh that was Which is why we've heard people talking about Jet Set Willy People talking about Way of the Exploding Fist And just to finish that list of three things Which seem inappropriate now you remember Like why would you call it that? Why would you call it Jason says Steve The only computer game I ever used to play Was on the phone I used to play Snake Yeah I used to play Snake too The We're just going to leave that there Well, Andrew says, Afternoon, Steve. Here are a few calculator words that I remember from my Casio scientific calculator. Scientific. Someone could do exponentials. Oof. 71077345. Shell oil. Nice. Branding. Other oils are available. 37818. Turn it around. Bible. Don't remember doing that one. What's this one? five five three seven eight zero zero eight turn that round oh you can't say that there we have it then the podcast is completed if you've been doing a run or something the time flew past well it's a short podcast and that's no way i can guarantee that it feels quick um however if you're if you downloaded this quickly enough and you're up early enough Tuesday morning, I'm on talk radio as a uh, guest commentator speaking about the news, far less silly than this podcast. And then back on radio, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, no, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, because we've changed times for the new drive time on Time 107.5, and then there'll be more podcasts. And then also I should probably mention that Wednesday nights, at the moment, we're doing the comic-solving problems, which gets turned into a podcast as well. I'm just giving it away. Uh, Meanwhile, have yourself a good one. Till next time,
2: goodbye.